Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. I mean, goddammit, we've been robbed again here in Los Angeles. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, who is pissed. (laughs) Look, I'm going to preface this story by saying there is a lot going on in the world. A lot. Wasn't it a heavy week? It was such a heavy week. And y'all know I'm from Maine. I appreciate so many of your sweet messages. You know, is your family okay? Is everything okay? 18 beautiful people lost their life in Lewiston, Maine. Um, to that crazy gunman, uh, who I'm not even going to name his name because I, I there was a couple articles I saw that have stopped naming these shooters because half of it is the notoriety, and I love it. I'm not I'm not naming any of these fuckers anymore. Um, it was it's terrible. Uh, you know, I knew that bowling center well. I don't live near Lewiston, so first and foremost, my family and friends are fine. Lewiston's kind of the other side of the state from where I grew up. So I never even really knew a lot of people in Lewiston. But, um, you know, Maine is a small, tight-knit community. People are so great. Everybody sort of knows everyone. And it's just heartbreaking. So many men lost their lives in their 40s. Only two women out of the 18. Father and son. Um, Most of the guys were in their 40s and were fathers of young kids. It's just like, what are we going to do? You know, ban assault rifles now. I I am here for it. 110%. I would bring back mental health institutions too. I'm not going to lie. So if you want to elect me, I'll start my uh, GoFundMe. I'm ready to run for office, but uh, 110%. 
These people are mentally ill. Police, families who have really mentally ill uh, family members don't have hardly any recourse. This man had been reported to the police. There was nothing they could do. He was he was in a mental institution for two weeks, and I believe he'd purchased the AR-15 either right before he went in, uh, and then he'd seeked, you know, I don't think he'd seek treatment. He'd threatened to shoot up a Army National Guard unit, so or a National Guard um, office. I don't know that it was Army-related, so I don't want to misquote there, but... Um, Anyway, ban assault rifles now. Bring back mental health institutions. And I know a lot of people have debate about that. Well, in other countries, people with mental health issues, you know, don't shoot up places. I agree. I agree. But wait, do we know in other countries, though, do they still have mental health institutions? Like, can they institutionalize someone? Because it's it's like we used to do that, but now we don't. Like that, like Reagan got rid of that in the 80s. So I don't know. Do, do other countries do that? Many of you are much smarter than I am. I need to do research on that. But let's do something. You know, what is it going to take? I always say, like, I'm at the point, like, let their memories be the catalyst for change. You know, I mean, ugh, I could get emotional. <clears throat> but ugh, Lewiston, Maine, thinking of you. And thank you for the messages. Thank God. You know, it just it just seems like it is my family, though, because <clears throat> Maine is a small town and a small place but uh, hopefully their memory is the catalyst for change like ban these assault rifles fucking now what is the holdup people will still buy guns in this country the nra gun shops can still make a fortune even if they don't have assault rifles all right let's get back to how i was robbed i was i was planning to start this podcast on a much lighter note (laughs) although it's seeming dark. It's hang with me. Hang with me. All right. So, you know, I've lived in California a year and a half. I'll tell you what. Everything they say on the news here about crime is 100% true. Last night, we we went to a Halloween party. Um, and, you know, KJ refuses to wear his Halloween costume, which I'll tell you about that. But we ordered DoorDash. I'm trying to, like, get KJ. He's, like, melting down for bath time. The DoorDash guy is calling. And he ends up leaving it on our deck, right, on the, the, the deck. And within five minutes, 70-plus dollars in food stolen. Five minutes. The, this place, I swear to God, this place, this is the fourth robbery since we, fourth or fifth sort of robbery, something stolen. And I know people are like, that's not being robbed. All right, well, what do you consider it? Because here, you can't put your keys down without someone stealing your shit. I live in what I think is a relatively safe community, although it really isn't. I'm ready to leave this neighborhood, to be quite frank. Um, okay, so we since we've lived in this building the past year and a half, uh, two guys came into the garage, put a ladder up to the second story, stole bikes off of a deck. Uh, someone had their car broken into, backpack stolen. Uh, we've had packages, probably three packages stolen of merch, shoes, clothes. Now DoorDash stolen. When my mother-in-law came within the first three months of us living here, she was pickpocketed at the Grove. They took credit cards, all her credit cards, went to the Mac store, were somehow at Mac, the Mac store, Apple store, were able to charge like $18,000 in merch. Tell me that's not an inside gig. 
Uh, then they went to like Walmart and a couple other places. Now, of course, it was on credit cards, so she was not on the hook for anything. But I mean, the stores were. It, it's mind blowing the amount of theft here. Like, and everyone that you talk to in Los Angeles, if they own a home or they live like anywhere, they've all been robbed to some degree. They've all had stuff stolen from them everywhere. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you cannot leave a shoe. Like, uh, like uh, uh, your nasty, dirty socks out there. They will steal it. Now, do I realize there are way bigger things going on in the world? 110%. 110%. I have first world problems. Thank you, God. Um, but it's just so irritating. Like, isn't anyone else irritated about the crime in Los Angeles? Like, the pettiness here is just unreal. And and by the way, I love LA. I love Los Angeles. I can't get enough. You know, I mean, there's so much opportunity here. And if you're in the entertainment space, unbelievable. To collaborate with people and affordable studios to rent, camera people and the most creative, beautiful musicians and artists. I mean, it is hands down. I loved Washington, D.C. Like, D.C. is my home. That raised me. It gave me an incredible audience that still follows me to this day. But L.A. is next level of people and opportunities and people that can change your life. So I love it. And the weather, you know, of course the weather, but ah, getting a little tired of getting robbed. <laughs> so anyway, God damn it. There's my rant. Um, speaking of Halloween, so we went out with KJ for Halloween. He's not fun. He's doing a half. He's not fun. Um, when did your child get fun for Halloween? I had these visions of my son you know, going to be adorable as a baby in costumes, um, wanting to trick or treat. Now, I guess everybody says maybe two and a half is still young, but I feel like he is really not a fun costume wearer. Like he doesn't. Okay. So last year he won his baby Yoda. He hated the costume until we got going and walking and getting candy. And then he sort of forgot he had the costume on and it was fine. And he looked great. This year he's obsessed with the TV show the kids show Titipo. Titipo, Titipo, Titipo. It's a train show about these trains, okay? And so I said, oh, he's going to be a train. And I got this little costume, and he's the little train conductor. And then this it just wearable little felt train goes over him. <sighs> Trying to get him to wear this. He won't wear it. So he walks around, and people go, um... Are you a bandit? Are you a are you a train conductor? I think I'm like guys. Yeah, he's two and a half. He's not a bandit. Thanks. Although in this city, appropriate. You know what I mean? You know what? You're not far off. Uh, but you know, when does your kid get fun with Halloween costumes? People say it's a sensory issue. They don't want anything on their head. He doesn't want anything on his head. He won't wear a train hat. I'm telling you, this next baby better be a girl. I want somebody to dress up with that loves to shop. My son wants to get dirty. His feet are always disgusting. And he wants to play soccer. That's like it. So, okay. And then and then people were adding me. They, they In my DMs, it's always so funny, like, what people, um, you know, like, what people get on. But I posted yesterday at, for the, for, so that KJ's Halloween costume is he's going as a train for Halloween. Then, you know, over the weekend, we also took pictures of us as Tom Sandoval. Sandoval. KJ went as Tom Sandoval, as baby Sandoval. And I went as Rachel, 
a.k.a. Raquel Levis from the biggest pop culture moment of the year. But KJ hated even putting on the suit to be Tom Sandoval. And people were like, why is KJ crying? Why is he so upset? I'm like, he hates his Halloween costume. Any suggestions? Like, and we bribed him with chocolate. We bribed him with everything to get him to even wear the Tom Sandoval. He wants to wear shirts and a t-shirt. Like, he is already a surfer bum. But it is not great for his styling. You know, it's not great for me. So anyway, if you want to see my costume of um, Tom Sandoval and Rachel Levis, it's up on my Instagram and on my TikTok at The Sarah Fraser Show. Okay, speaking of reading into things and talking about pop culture, did anyone see? So no, people are making a huge thing of this, and this is going viral on TikTok. And I'm curious, like, did you read this? Because I always wonder, like, what the internet is thinking. So Northwest, obviously, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's daughter, who's like 10 years old, has a TikTok with her mom. It's called Kim and North. And she dressed up as her dad for Halloween. She dressed in like a, the bear costume. Remember the several, um, how many albums ago? It's like one of his first albums that was like, went to the moon and back, you know, like huge, huge ratings. Anyway, so she dresses her dad for Halloween. And she like was, you know, doing TikToks to his music. And this has sparked a whole thing on the internet of people going, anybody with a mentally ill dad triggered by Northwest's costume. Uh, people were like, I'm in I was in tears for hours thinking about my mentally ill dad. I'm like, wait a minute, was this supposed to be? Because, you know, Kim is wise enough. She's obviously been in the business a long time to shut up all the comments. So people aren't allowed, thank God, to comment on North's costume. But I'm like, maybe she's just dressing up as her dad because she wants to. And then people were praising Kim Kardashian saying, you know, you can comfort Kim for so many things, but Kim has done such an amazing job shielding her kids to what her dad, what Kanye is really like, and someday North will know. And, um, you know, Kim's getting like a ton of credit. But I'm like, wait, was this, is Kim shielding here? I, I'm so lost. <laughs> anyway, is the internet starting to confuse people? I like people read into the wildest, wildest things on the internet. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah, 
Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frazier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two, zero. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. It's freaky out there, y'all. So um, that that was happening. That was happening. I hope your Halloween is epic. We've been having a great one so far, and I would love to know when your kids get into their costumes because um, my son is not having it. So I would love that. Um, you know, I'm always watching documentaries. Always. Um, The latest one that I'm watching is Mr. Chow, Michael Chow on HBO. I just watched it this past weekend. Um, And I I highly recommend it. So if you're like, well, who's Mr. Chow? How do I know this name? Okay. Mr. Chow is a famous restaurateur. Mr. Chow is here in Los Angeles and there's one in New York and it originated in London. I knew nothing of this guy's backstory. 
I, I knew him because he's a, one of those people that's branded himself with glasses. Like he wears sort of the same glasses. So people, he's very recognizable. What a life though. What a life. Spoiler alert. Um, so Michael was, started out when he was younger as an Asian actor. His sister was like a famous actress, but he was very stereotyped in very racist roles, you know, as Asian people were depicted in films in the 40s and 50s because he's 81, I think, now. Um, so, so like somewhere along the way, a Hollywood person gives him the advice that, that being Asian at that time, you need to go into laundry or a restaurant. How racist is that? But he takes that advice and goes into restaurant and and creates this Mr. Cho experience, which has been like legendary for years and years and years. Now, of course, it's not as famous as it used to be because there's so many great food options and people, um, you know, have all kinds of different choices. So anyway... Um, he the the documentary is fantastic. It's on HBO. I never knew anything about his life. He's been married four times to his current wife, who's like thirty something here in Los Angeles, and he's eighty something. But his second wife was very famous back in the day in the seventies when they were running the restaurant in New York, and she actually died of AIDS. And she was one of the first heterosexual women to ever be published in the New York Times as dying of AIDS of actually writing it because. At that time, you know, high-profile people, even not so high-profile people, gay, straight, whatever, they would not publish that they died of AIDS because they didn't want people to know, right? They would say cancer or they would just, they wouldn't give any explanation. And it was so important for her to announce that she died of AIDS. It's such a tragic life like wild like incredible success now he's rebranded himself as an artist even though he's 80 years old it's it's so good if you need a watch I love 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 a documentary and it's been one of my current favorites also on tv golden bachelor who's watching the golden bachelor now normally schman is here to break this down because it is one of the shows that schman and I are watching together schman is not into sister wives he has been a ride or die welcome to Plathville guy, but he's sort of, he's in and out. And by the way, fall and spring are Schman's soccer season, so he's not as readily available. I was hoping that he would give his commentary on episode five, but he's not, he can't do it today. He's super busy. Episode five with Gary Turner aired. And Schman has a whole theory on The Golden Bachelor. Why The Golden Bachelor, he is, does not, is not, he likes The Golden Bachelor, but Schman, and I'll, he'll get into this next week when he comes on, but Schman feels like the, de- the problem with The Golden Bachelor is you can't hate on it. And part of The Bachelor and Bachelorette fr- franchises are the people are so obnoxious, some of them, and, and part of it is hate watching that drives the show. And with The Golden Bachelor, Gary is so sincere the women are so kind. They're sort of at their last shot at love. And you can't, it's, ho- it's so wholesome, you can't really hate on it. So is the show going to stick around? I love it. I think it's such a great palate cleanse. I need a palate cleanse. Like, I want something that is not stupid, but is easy to follow. You know, because some of the housewife stuff and some of the TLC stuff is just, it's getting so dumb, right? It's just so stupid. And The Golden Bachelor is like sweet. It's like a mission. I I love everything about it. 
how sincere Gary is. The women, they're funny. It's amazing. So on episode five, Sandra, Ellen, Susan, all gone from the from the episode. And I love it because Susan um, actually recently did an interview. And Susan says, because I was like, God, I wonder if they all know beforehand on the show that they're going home. Like if they all are kind of like, oh, you know, um, everybody, you know, I, I knew I wasn't going to be the finalist, you know, because Ellen was like devastated. Ellen thought she was in. And it was kind of clear Ellen wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's really been ride or die for Faith, Leslie, and Teresa. And it, and I almost feel like maybe he ends up picking Teresa because he seems like he has such a great connection with her family from the tease. I don't know. Um, but anyhow, people want Susan to be the golden bachelorette. They love her. She's the one that looks like Kim, like Chris Card like Chris Jenner, or Chris Kardashian. They want her to be the next bachelorette. Would you be down for it? I kind of like her. I love the smoker's cough. I love the hair. People love that the women aren't like that catty. We had like one villain moment. But that was it. I love it. I, I, I'm so into it. I can't wait to see who he picks. I thought it was going to be Les. I think it's going to be Leslie. I think. And don't these women inspire you? I'm like, they're so smoking hot, like in their 60s and 70s. I'm like, and they all kind of give this sob story about how they haven't had any connection with anyone in 15 years. I'm like, girls, really? Faith is like a bombshell. So is, like, Teresa's like so cute. She's like cute as a button. You're telling me Teresa hasn't had any action? These women are great. Okay, there's my TV. Like, I, I love it. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I cannot wait to see who he picks. I'm staying off the internet because I genuinely want to be surprised. Genuinely. Um, oh, we have a lot of tea to get to. A lot of tea. Um, well, let me shout out Creating the Creator podcast. All right. If you're not following them, go and listen. This past couple of weeks, I've been on a couple of podcasts. Uh, Daily Dose of Donna, who I love she was on mine just yesterday, so hopefully you listened to that episode. Um, and then coming up, I'm going to be on Creating the Creator with Giorgio Says. He is a, he is a popular podcast. And um, Natalie, his co-host, who's a psychic, it's, it's great. I'll let you know when the podcast episode is out. I will tag them. But in the meantime, you should look them up. They have a lot of your favorite podcasters on. They feature them to talk about. It's kind of like a little... Actually, it's like psychic media meets how I built NPR's how I built this. Like it's really good. Cause it, it gets into how all of our us as podcasters have made it in a business that really doesn't have a blueprint, you know? So shout out to them. They both were terrific. And um I have you'll hear the funny story, Natalie. And and by the way, they're gonna be on my show, but Natalie. Um, actually came on one of my TikTok lives and gave me a psychic reading and I was not having it. So we'll hear that story. She'll, I didn't know it was her. And then she tells me on the air. So you'll get my live reaction on that. Uh, I've gotten a lot of hate mail over the past week. What's new? Um, but this time it's in regards to Bethany Frankel. You know, every week I team up with David Yontif behind the Velvet Rope on Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. We do Bravo Chat. And 
Last week, we did a celeb fail on TikTok, had done a video basically saying that Bethany Frankel misleads people about her charity, Be Strong. First of all, it's not a charity. It's an initiative because they just raise money for this other company, G, um, oh, GRE, I think something entertainment or G-E-R, something like that. So, oh my God, I played the video. I said that... I, I feel that the average person doesn't pay attention and that Bethany is kind of misleading in how she markets it because she goes into these warehouses and she makes it look like it's the Be Strong warehouse when it's really not. It's this other company. Oh, people have come out of the woodwork. Oh my God, they, I, that I'm so bitter about her and I've dogged her. Now, I did want to apologize for one thing. There was a line where I did, core, I said, you know, what drives me nuts is she seems deceitful to me, almost like Jen Shaw and Tom Girardi. And then I say, no, it's not like, it's not that bad. And David's like, yeah, it's not, okay, she is really raising money. That is true. So I did want to say she shouldn't be grouped in to Jen Shaw and Tom Girardi, who are scum of the earth. Bethany's not on that level. However, I do feel like when she presents Be Strong, you think it's its own independent charity when it's an initiative, okay? She has said it's an initiative. People go, if you go to her website, I don't go to her website, okay? I We played a celeb fail video. And by the way, people were going on David's podcast and leaving him a one-star review. Don't leave David a one-star review. If you have a problem with me, leave it on mine. Why are you bringing down his ratings over me? Anyhow, people, <laughs> you know what? The higher you get in this business, I'll tell you why. They're coming for you. Okay. You know, but don't leave him a one-star review. I mean, give me a break. That's so like, anyhow. Um, the other thing that, so so just to clarify that, and a shout out to Creating the Creator podcast. But the other thing that people are talking about, and I've been sucked into this and watching video after video, is, um, okay, does everybody know who Keith Lee is, the food critic on TikTok? Dude's got, 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Millions of views. And his videos are uniquely edited, okay, where he's zooming. He's very monotone, and he always puts his fingers together kind of like in a, in a 
like triangle, you know, his, his hands are always in front of him. And he's like, all right, today we're going to review this restaurant. And he lives in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, we're going to the donut shop. Let's go. And he eats the, you know, he eats it, the, eats the food. And he pays for it with his own money, which is great. People love him. He does a really good job. He edits the videos like to zoom in on his face, like on his nose and his eyes and his beard. And, I, you know, that part I'm not wild about. But, you know, you're, it gets people's attention. So Keith, <laughs> more power to you. I just don't need to see your little mustache hairs up close. But it locks people in. Okay? The dude's, dude's got millions of followers. But he recently went to Atlanta. Have you seen all this? He went to, I didn't really, I've never been to the ATL, although I want to go because I've been to Savannah, Georgia several times and I love Savannah. I love the South. Put a little South in your mouth, as Paula Dean used to say. I mean, I've put South in my mouth and I'll let you figure out what that means. But anyway, I love Georgia. I love the state. It's beautiful parts of it, like every state. And the people are amazing. And it's like when I go to New Orleans, the Big Easy, baby. It's just, it is the Big Easy. So he goes to Atlanta. And apparently the restaurant scene there is like atrocious. Like they don't do, you can't call in and order for pickup. On the weekends, they won't even do an order to go. Like you can't even walk up to the counter and do an order to go. So Keith featured several famous restaurants, including, which it remains trending today, Old Lady Gang. Now, you're thinking to yourself, how do I know Old Lady Gang? Well, it's Candy Burris and Todd Burris's um, restaurant. Keith, oh, vey. if I owned a restaurant in Atlanta, I don't know what I would do. So Keith gives a very honest, He's and what I do appreciate about him, I got to work on this, my own tact myself, but he's never like, you know, he's he's truthful, like, Hey, and the craziest part is these restaurants, of course, I'm sure it's the employees, right? A lot of these restaurants, the employees will reach out and go, Keith, I love you. I'm a huge fan. Come in. He comes in. They don't even know it's him or they treat him like shit. And then he's like, oh, you're the guy, you know, the guy that like messaged him wasn't even there. But old lady gang, he essentially says he sends his family in, right? Because he's very recognizable. He's millions of followers on TikTok. He sends his family in. And they, the women at old, the woman at old lady gang, she's nice. She's not rude, but she's like, um, yeah, we're not doing any, it's the weekend. So you can't order takeout. Okay. So they go, how long for, to see, oh, an hour to an hour and a half to fucking sit at old get lady gang. Are you kidding? They're not doing any reservations. Um, and then, so the family comes back out, tells Keith, Keith goes in because a manager or somebody that works at Old Lady Gang had, had hit him up several times. We want you to come in. We want you to come in. Then the minute they recognize Keith, they go, okay, it's five minutes. You can sit down. Keith goes, well, wait a minute. How, I want to be treated like everybody else because that's what I do. And so why all of a sudden is a table available? And they go, well, we, you know, there was a wait list, but we tried to contact everybody on the wait list. <laughs> this is all within like a matter of 10 minutes. We tried to contact everybody on the wait list. Nobody picked up. So you guys are next. He goes, no, I, you know, it's okay. No, thank you. And walks out. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And then at the end of his video, he says, please do not leave Old Lady Gang one-star reviews if you haven't been there. Do not. This is my experience. You need to have your own experience. I appreciate Keith because I think now with people, the internet, I don't know. I think... um. Well, I think this is true internet and in real life. I think you have to really spell things out for people. And I appreciate that, right? I need to always, when I'm in a situation, a work situation, doesn't it feel good when you always know where you stand, right? I always say this with like 
when I, I'm on TV shows. You got to either tell me I'm the host, the co-host, or the guest. But you can't, don't leave me to like, I don't want to have to figure it out here with these people because everybody's confused and it makes for bad television. So Keith is saying to his fans, don't leave these restaurants that I'm doing one-star reviews. And so, I, you know, I haven't checked. Um, so anyway, I have not checked the reviews, but... It's bananas. It is like, the, Keith is like going off. Like it, it, he is trending. And I just never realized that the restaurant scene in Atlanta was so wild. Had no clue. But I'm learning a lot. I still want to go to Atlanta. Okay, lastly, everybody's reading Britney Spears' book. I did a poll this week and I said, are you reading her book? Should I read it? People are like, yes, we want your hot take. So I think I'm going to read it. You know, I... Like, I was never, like, a diehard Britney fan. I was more of a Spice Girls fan and uh, Sync and Backstreet Boys. I, you know, I liked Britney's music, but, and I was, like, more of a little Kim fan. I don't know, Mariah Carey. I just, it, I, I was more of a hip-hop girl. So, I wasn't so into Britney. And I am almost at the point of unfollowing Britney because I feel like she's mentally so unhinged. I guess the book explains a lot about her family history around mental illness. So I think maybe as somebody that's a bit of a skeptic, I've always been a skeptic about Free Britney. I'm not sure, you know, I think 100% that, you know, her parents were making a lot of money off her and maybe shouldn't have been, I guess, I guess nobody really in her circle was fit to help her. But I don't know, are we going to hope, are things going to be better? Without the conservatorship? I guess so, because at least she makes her own choices, right? And she, Brittany argues herself, over the years, there have been men who have had addiction issues and have been unstable, and they've never been locked in a conservatorship like I was. So fair enough. She has good points. Um, so I don't know. I might, you know what? I don't even know why I brought this up, because I'm indecisive on it. And usually I bring topics up that I have an opinion on. And this one, I'm sort of on the fence. I always feel like if you guys are listening to something or doing something that's like having a, having a culture a moment. It's kind of like how I felt about Taylor Swift's um, Eras tour this um, this summer. I like to be a part of that because it's, it's interesting to experience what people are collectively rallying around and talking about. So I guess I'm talking myself into it. But anyhow, um, I will keep you posted. There you go. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, what an episode. Lord, we started out, I was going to like start out with a funny story, and then it went sad to what's going on in Lewiston, Maine, and then we were robbed, and it was kind of funny because, you know, is getting your DoorDash order stolen the worst thing in the world? No, thank God. Um, you know, to then talking about the bad restaurant service in Atlanta. So hopefully there's something positive here. You <laughs> know, All right. Love you all. Obsessed. Bye, everybody.